0: My pretty, and your little dog, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bunch of hocus pocus. This is Halloween. This is Halloween.
1: Hey everyone, welcome back to a bonus episode of the Craft Parenting Podcast. My name is Joe Ludwig and with me is my lovely wife and co-host, Caroline. How's it going, Caroline?
2: Crazy, but good? Yeah. I I mean, the good isn't so much of a question, none of it is a question mark. It's crazy and good. A lot of the crazy things were not good, but we adapted and overcame. Yes. And now it's just lots of good things.
1: And we are joined once again by our wonderful friends, Brian and Graham. How's it going, guys?
3: It's going well. Thanks for having us
4: back. Yeah. I'm similar to Caroline. Crazy. (laughs) But good.
1: Okay, that's good. Well, we are going to drink some seltzers. And I am not a huge fan of seltzers as far as I prefer beer. However, um, Urban Artifact has this fancy uh, trick-or-treat. Uh, pack. It's a six pack of tricks, four treats and two tr- tricks.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Is that right? Did I say that? That right? is correct. So we are going to try all six between the four of us. And they have really clever artwork. Mm-hmm. And we'll go through each one.
2: We will describe as best we can. Yeah. Some um, of these interesting creatures that may or may not exist depending upon your beliefs. <laughs>
1: and um, this is a blind taste test. So we don't know what these are. So.
2: I have heard people drink these on other podcasts, but I did not retain enough information to remember what the flavors were, and they never specified words, like names with flavors. So I I know it's going to be good, but I don't know what it's going to be. All right. Well, we've had this pack for a while, so I'm excited to get Mm -hmm. into it. Would you like to hear the description?
1: The description.
2: For Uh the pack? Sure. Are you brave enough to take the plunge and see what mysterious flavors lie in wait? Each trick-or-treat hard seltzer six-pack contains six mystery flavors, all featuring exclusive cryptoid designs. Two tricks, four treats. Pick some up and see what horrors await you.
1: All right. Oh, snap. <laughs> so what is the first one we are going to try?
2: So we'll take turns on reading these. But the first one is from 1955 in Ohio. Noticing the salesman that they wave their wand. Frogman. <laughs> so he is four feet two inches tall, weighs six hundred eighty thousand tadpoles, and interests include roller skating and spirituality. So we have a humanoid shaped frog waving a stick and holding a trick or cheat. Jack o' lantern. So we're gonna crack this bad boy open. Very crispy. Oh snap, it's green. Ooh. Eventually we will get better at pouring as I realize how much of this we need to put in each cup. Um, I'm probably I'm okay. Sure okay. What do I
1: have? Okay. Alright, so it's very fizzy and it is green. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that bodes well. <laughs> <laughs> It does have an interesting uh, smell.
3: Is that like green apple, maybe? I don't (laughs) (laughs) know. Another one bites the dust. Did we start off with a trick? Yeah, when they They said trick, I was like, is it like Bernie Bott's trick of like earwax? Uh, I think so,
1: but I don't.
2: (laughs) Did we just start off the bat with the worst one? I really hope so. Rip off the bandaid. Oh, well, it does smell (laughs) really bad. I was going to take a sip, but then you reacted, and I didn't want this coming out of my nose.
3: <laughs> Ooh, is it is it jalapeno? I think it's jalapeno. Mm-hmm. Or like
2: pepper. <coughs> oh, I could get that. Yeah, I get is. that. Un- unfortunately, There's a little the bit smell burned.
4: is like formaldehyde and apple cider vinegar. Yeah. Um, the smell definitely qu-
2: leaves a lot
1: to be <laughs> desired.
2: It almost burns your nose hairs off. <laughs>
1: Do you think uh, that's because it's old?
2: I don't think that's because it's old. Because we're going to talk about urban artifact oh. through all of this, but I think we're just going to all I'm chug this burn. one.
1: I'm getting burned.
2: That's we think the jalapeno. Yeah. Um. So we're going to chug this one real quick, though, and then move on to the next one and hope that this is one of the tricks. And then, as we sip the next one, we can talk about urban artifact.
4: So we're chugging this.
2: I mean, you can dump it out if you want to jalapeno. <laughs> Prost. Nowhere to go but down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you want a dump bucket? We can do that too. Absolutely. No, not. Make him drink it.
4: We're Westsiders. We don't waste anything.
2: <laughs>
1: no. Amen.
2: Yeah. It's not as bad as Slivovitz. But
1: oh, it just went up my nose. I tried cool. to
2: describe Fireball to old people yesterday, <laughs> and by old people I mean like people our parents' age. And I was <laughs> <laughs> it's I was like, it's cinnamon? Liquor? <laughs> bad idea, you guys. But I was like, it's not as bad as Slivovitz, which is a Czech Republic liquor Mm -mm. that we sometimes drink. Yugoslavian. Technically, it's Yugoslavian, which doesn't exist anymore. And we sometimes drink it with club friends, and I will describe it as you're drinking a tree that is on fire. Graham, did you want a water? Uh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) right. (laughs) Do you need a chaser? (laughs) It's um, like
3: any of the above alcohols we've just been talking about, I think would be preferable. <laughs> <to this. laughs> she absolutely started off with the worst trick, I think. Um, I hope so. Ooh. Yeah, well, this is Not... one of the
4: good flavors. Someone in Urban Artifact is like,
2: we took a lot of time with that one. If it burns, it's working.
4: I mean, I, th- I think they did take a lot of time. It tastes better than it smells.
3: That's. I mean, yeah, we've had pepper beers before. Yeah. So
4: I, I get it's a thing.
2: So the trick-or-treat pack is something that Urban Artifact has done for a few years. Technically, though, this, according to the can, is grayscale brewing, which is urban artifact. But they typically do it with a beer. But this year, they decided to do it with seltzer. Because it's a lot easier to flavor a seltzer than it is to flavor a beer.
0: Hmm.
2: So by doing seltzers... He's just he's cleaning out your glass. By doing seltzers... You can get more of the flavor that they're trying to do without them having to put so much oomph into it.
3: And they got the pepper in that one. Yeah, right. They really
2: did. I need to put my phone on. Do not disturb. Because now With you can hear.
1: It's a very uh, visual medium. I have gotten everyone some, I have gotten everyone some water.
2: Yeah. Uh, so. I everyone's glasses I have my chaser of Rheingeist Sun sh- Sun Shandy because I'll be drinking that for quite a few podcasts since I have a 12 pack of it and Joe won't drink it. It's tis the season for summer beers. Oh, excuse me. Okay. he,
1: okay, wants, he wants to? to pick the next he wants one. to be brave and? I'd like to say one. that
4: the average rating of that last beer on Untapped is point nine four.
2: Okay, that's probably the one. Because I know one of them was described as like a crime against humanity or something like that. <laughs> this is probably that one. Though, like, I think if I had it described to me as jalapeno, like, I'd be for that. And like, mm. to like cuvee it with something else, mm. I think it'd be pretty Maybe good. like
1: pickle? Spicy yeah. pickle?
2: Yeah, like cuvee it with a pickle beer. That sounds <laughs> kind <laughs> of yummy. Because like, so they've been doing this trick or treat for a while. And that's where their pickle beer came from. Because the pickle oh, beer was supposed from? to be a trick but people liked it so much that then they had to make it come out every Christmas. Interesting.
3: We've had that one, right? Urban artifact Pickle Beer? Of course, yeah. Yeah. I have not had that one. I'm going to say that I could not drink a whole pint of it, but (laughs) I appreciate that
2: some people can. I know people that love it. I am not one of those people.
1: Who wants to be brave and pick the next one?
4: (laughs) Brian wants to. Which one do you want? The one in the middle. (laughs) Okay. So this is... uh,
1: 1735
4: New Jersey she gave birth to a hoved bat winged creature the Jersey Devil (gasps) Um, and this is not a hockey player uh, but a (laughs) goat um, Dragon? dragon dinosaur that is holding a trick or treat bag (laughs) <laughs> it is uh, seven feet three inches, red eyes, two to three hundred gaba goals, uh, and it particularly has uh, an interest in skee ball and hanging out. Um, <laughs> well, let's see how this goes. Yep,
2: <laughs> You're out. you need a cup that's on the yeah.
4: Color is delightfully peach.
2: Yeah, that's, that's more promising than the bright green. The bright green was mildly concerning.
1: I mean, it had a picture of a frog on it, you guys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is true.
1: Graham's taking a sniff.
2: I don't see that? any crazy faces, so. Is <laughs> it like bubblegum?
3: Yeah, I think it's bubblegum. Ooh.
2: That's what it is. That's interesting. Now, mm. the question is, will it taste like bubblegum? Because the other one tasted like jalapeno, but did not it, but did not smell like jalapeno. But it was jalapeno business. It's very, still very burns. sweet
1: taste smelling, at least. I didn't taste it yet.
3: No offense to the good people who enjoy bubblegum, but it reminds me of... In, like, elementary school once a month, they would do, like, the mandatory fluoride. Oh, like yeah. Rinse program. I don't know if my mm-hmm. Catholic school boys had to do that, but <laughs> they would, like, come in, and you would get this, like, little swish that you had to do once a month, and it kind of tastes like that. They'd
2: come with, like, the pink little pellets, and yeah. you have to chew, and they'd be like, this is how bad you're brushing. Yeah.
4: It has a little orange to it. So, it's like an orange bubblegum.
2: Yeah, but it's I like mean. the, the, was it, the, is it the big bubble whatever the like yeah, the double bubble yeah the double bubble like the pink round in the like double twist package
3: where the flavor lasts for like 15 seconds yeah and yeah. then it's
2: gone and it sticks to your teeth and it sticks to your hair and it sticks to your face it makes great bubbles but then you just have bubble gum everywhere mm-hmm.
1: what do you think treat or trick trick treat. or treat treat yeah
2: it's yeah. definitely a treat
1: we'll see
2: <laughs> it's just it's interesting It's cool how they're able to do this, though.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's inventive. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Way better than the first one. Oh, Oh, for sure.
2: (laughs) Yes. Though we'll have to go through those untapped reviews for that first one later.
4: Flavor profile that pops up is bubblegum, fruity, orange. Someone called it tart. I don't know about that.
2: Mm. Uh, Not really getting a whole lot of tart from these. No, it's Uh, not tart.
4: This was a a much better average rating uh, at... Let me find it again. 2.82, so almost two points better than the last one. Um, Unsurprising.
2: Yeah. So as a sidebar, we have friends who did untapped at one point and now no longer do it just because they don't feel like managing it or like they'll do it, but they won't rate beers. Mm -hmm. And then we have Brian.
4: Whose next check-in will be 4,500 uniques.
2: Yes. (laughs) Where I recall him saying, oh, yeah, we're about to go to the city. And every time, like every, I have like these four breweries that we're going to hit and we're each going to get a flight at all of these breweries at a minimum. So I can get like 10 beers per brewery and bump up those numbers. Yeah. That's, you you uh, travel a lot.
4: I do travel a lot. I drink way less beer than I used to. Yeah. Um, same. But still plenty. For sure.
2: I mean, I think I drank the groom under the table at the wedding this weekend. So I don't think that I drink a lot. Until I drink a lot at one time, and I'm like, I've had more than you, and I'm still fine. Yeah. It's it's those good Greek and German genes coming out. I guess so. <laughs> oh
1: man, we have four more. Can we can we handle that? I think we. Yes. I think we yeah. got it. All right. Yeah. 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 I think we got this. Yeah. We have, uh, according to this, I, I think we all agree, we have three more, uh, trick or treats, mm-hmm. and one more trick. Mm-hmm.
2: So. Grammy Brilliant. gets to pick next. Yeah. I want I want this guy.
1: The ghost. Mm. Do you want me to, to to rinse out the cups or
2: It's probably
3: okay now. I'm okay. Okay. Cool. 1966, West Virginia. Couple sees man-sized bird, creature, something. The Mothman. <laughs>
2: Mothman, there are moth. There's a Mothman festival every year.
3: It's kind of cute. So it's like a well, this one's like a little ghost thing, and then it's got. Big, He's wearing big a little wings. sheet as a ghost costume. Yeah, it's that like Charlie Brown ghost costume kind of thing. Except he big only big has wings. two eye
2: holes instead of twenty.
3: That's true. He has the appropriate number of eye holes. Job, Mothman. <laughs> uh, six six. Uh, Wait, that's rude. You don't ask Mothman how much he weighs. <laughs> <laughs> His interests, ambient rock, and structural engineering. I feel like you and Mothman would like probably be friends. Oh, we'd be besties.
4: Besties. <laughs> there
3: we go. Okay. Let's crack it open. There we go. You got to finish yours,
4: Brian. The structural engineer better not be a trick. <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay. The, the immediate color. I feel like, oh, God. Oh, no. no. <laughs> that is not promising. That's, that's like a sludge. <laughs> <laughs> a sludgy green—that's like from what lies beneath, kind of thing.
4: It is like a greenish, bluish, no. purple. Oh, that's oh, that that, so that, that and black. there is a weird, it is, it is weird very dark. effervescent bubble pattern. That's so <laughs> <laughs> Very potionic
3: Maybe it's gonna be good though. Maybe that's maybe that's they're like
4: trying to psych you out. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Can I take bets on like root beer or something?
2: Oh, that'd be kind of lovely. Mm. Could be or like licorice. Yeah, black licorice. <laughs> Okay. Is the can empty?
3: There's a there's Oop. a splash in there for whoever loves this one.
2: It doesn't smell bad. No. It and like I'm getting bad. licorice and root beer, and I don't know which one's going to win then out. But there's
4: also a hint of you know, uh, um, the little candy uh, eggs.
3: Uh, candy eggs?
4: Sh- jelly beans. Jelly beans. It, oh, like the black jelly of, beans? <laughs> yeah. No, there's the, like the buttered popcorn jelly oh, beans. That's what it, yeah. what it smells like, yeah.
2: yeah. Kind of like a Werther's, but not a Werther's.
4: I smell them Yeah I'm smelling that
3: <laughs> I think you're right I think it's buttered popcorn
4: It certainly tastes it's like that jelly bean It does Which is I like always this one. Always my least favorite well, jelly bean
3: We know who's finishing the can
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean so if you like Hold it up to the light It's very hard to see through But it kind of gets like A golden-y color Even though it's so dark
1: Yeah There's a little bit left Who wants it Brian gets it.
3: But it is kind of licorice-y, too. It's Yeah. Mm.
4: It's definitely a it's a treat. It's not I mean, it's a tricky color. Oh, you yeah. think it's this a, is a treat? Yeah, I think it's a treat. Mm. Oh, come on. <laughs> compare compare this to the jalapeno. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. There's going to be an earwax in there very shortly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm
2: worried about. I'm afraid. <laughs> Alas, earwax. <laughs> so. While we're drinking To Hagrid? This. To Hagrid. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Oh, timely. I was I know, bummed yeah. by that one.
1: Was he super old? How old was he? He was 72. Yeah, it's but like not old. he has the it's adorable too
2: quote too and like it was everywhere this weekend that like in 50 years time like my kids, like my grandchildren will be watching Harry Potter. Like I won't be there but Hagrid will be. Hmm. And it's like your heart breaks when he says that but you're like it's true. Cuz kids are still growing up with it.
1: You know, I mean actors and writers and anyone who does like creative things, I feel like they uh, can have a God complex in that way.
2: Yeah. Well, like James Where, Earl Jones just signed over his voice. I saw that. It's so, going to
3: be like AI now, right? It's like,
2: yeah. So Darth Vader will always sound like Darth Vader. Yeah. It's, getting weird, by <laughs> like, <laughs> it's getting weird. someone
1: else. Technology is getting weird. I feel old saying that. Mm-hmm. Did you see the, this is a sidebar. Did you <laughs> see that Joe Rogan an AI version of Joe Rogan interviewed an AI version of Steve Jobs? No. And it sounds conversational. It doesn't sound
2: robotic. It's getting close to where they can pass the turning test.
4: If you could see me, I'm putting my lip up on one side. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, t- I'm telling you, it's getting weird. It's beginning of the <laughs> end, man. Some folks don't already even know what reality is, so the fact that there's alternatives is mm-hmm. terrifying.
2: Mm-hmm. So back on topic. So Urban Artifact has been open since 2015. And they started off with long-fermented, barrel-aged, mixed-culture beers. But they didn't sell great. So they focused on their fruit beers, which now they just call Midwest Fruit Tarts. They're getting away from saying beer hmm. anytime they mention their stuff. Because it's a very bastardized version of a beer. There's like three hops in it. It's mostly just fruit and fermentation. But um, this article that I'm reading from the... Brewing industry guide. They, um she has a sassy quote in here that I need to find. Oh, so it's, today Urban Artifact is one of the country's best known producers of heavily fruited kettle sour beers and better yet, they're the kind that doesn't explode on the shelves because the fruit ferments out fully hmm. because they are not a brewery that adds fruit puree after fermentation and then claims that their beer is 5% because that's what it was before they added in the fr- fruit puree and now it's 2.5% actually and is not shelf stable. Uh-huh. I am specifically calling out a brewery without calling it out.
3: There was a brewery where they had like beers exploding on the shelves? No kidding. I'll have to look like it was
2: a big thing. And like they're slushy because the, you can bleep it if you want to, but yeah. you don't have to. Everybody knows. Yeah. Um, I'll bleep because out Because the they would add f- fruit pur- puree after they fermented the beers uh. to get their... Big slushy flavors. Oh, we've had some of these. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. But they wouldn't, since they didn't ferment out the sugars in the fruit, you had to put the cans in the fridge. And if they weren't refrigerated, odds are high they would explode. That's amazing. And even if they were refrigerated, there was still a chance that they would explode because there's so much fruit in them. But what ended up getting them was that since they added the fruit puree after their fermentation, they were checking their ABV at fermentation Mm -hmm. and then adding fruit puree that is a very hard thing for me to say right now for some reason (laughs) and they were saying that it was like five percent abv on the can but it was actually like 2.5 percent abv so they were lying about what their content was on the can which is a big Hmm. no-no now they're a bit more shelf stable they're still sought after which i don't entirely get but Mm. you do you beer nerds yeah there you go i was
4: gonna say i look at a beer menu and order the highest abv on the menu not mm-hmm. the lowest
1: well they were saying five but it, it was yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah if i see 2.5 on a beer menu i'm not ordering it no matter how good it sounds yeah right yeah,
3: it's just a, a waste really of money
2: mm-hmm.
1: i mean you're paying seven bucks for it mm-hmm. right? because it's crap if i want fruit i'll go to finley market yeah. yeah
2: one like
4: oh. or birdcage
2: yeah, or just get some Kool-Aid and, like, put a shot of tequila in a gallon of Kool-Aid and mm-hmm. it'll be the same thing.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, this is somewhere between root beer and buttered popcorn and the color somewhere between blue, green, and caramel.
2: Yeah, but it's, like, hella dark. Yeah. Because that is very hard to see through.
1: That was a good pick. Mm-hmm. That was a good pick. Joe, you're up. Mm-hmm. I'm up. Oh, God. So we have
2: three left. Oh, what was this one rated on Untapped? Oh, this is my forty fifth hundred beer. Oh Oh, man, Mothman.
3: Yeah, I want to hear the tasting notes as well.
2: So, um, more about Urban Artifact while Brian gets that all up is that one of because Urban Artifact switched from being very focused on beer and like beer styles to being more fruit forward and fruit tarts. They're Taproom room isn't necessarily the place where a bunch of like beer nerds will gather uh, like, or people won't really watch a baseball game. But like when you go to the menu, you're like, Oh, that's a raspberry ale versus, Oh, I have, it's a Berliner Weiss. I have no idea what that means, but I know mm. raspberry is going to taste like raspberry or peach and strawberry is going to taste like peach and strawberry. Mm. And when they say it's tart, it's a little more easier for people to deal with than saying sour. Sour, they want something that's really puckering, whereas tart is a little more gentle. Yeah, it
1: makes sense. So, it's all about marketing mm-hmm. and word choice. So,
4: people yep. are very, uh, very split on this beer. It gets a two point one. <laughs> uh, some Gen D commented, Is this a trick? What even is it? <laughs> uh, the tasting notes are licorice, cola, star anise, minty, and ash. I don't um, get the don't ash, get the... and I don't get the mint, yeah, I but get I get the star
2: those. anise, I think, when I think about it, yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah, most, yeah I, so I yeah. could totally get uh, anise and um, licorice. And cola makes sense because it that kind like of tastes like root beer. beer. Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, there
1: we go. Oh, well. mm-hmm. Happy 45th hundred to me. <laughs> 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 All right, so we have um, three more beers left. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of them is a trick.
2: The Maybe, right? or this was a trick. I don't, I mean, I feel like we'll probably know when it's a trick.
4: Based on that first trick, Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say that was a treat and I'm going to say two treats and one trick. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. And I'm going to go with uh the axe with the goat man with an axe. A snap. And this is this says 1980s Kentucky.
2: That's right down the river.
1: It's hypnotic. Oh,
2: this is hard to read.
1: It's hypnotic croon. Kept them frozen on the tracks. Goat man. 5% ABV. Picture of a, a goat with an You I don't really get the man part. I guess he has hands. He's,
2: he's bipedal, so he's on two legs. He's on two legs, yeah. yeah.
1: And I guess he has hands. Height, 8 feet. Weight, 310 pounds. Interests, carpentry, karaoke, and being the
2: greatest of all time. I feel like we would get along. Except <laughs> we would fight over who was the greatest of all time. Mm. I would totally win. All right, here we go. Oh,
3: that was like the color of
2: the beer. It's like Goldie. <laughs> it's like the same color as what the table.
3: normal and reasonable color.
2: <laughs>
3: that might be tricky. <laughs> I'm
2: just <sure>. saying.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's like the opposite of the last one. Mm-hmm. They're they're reeling you in.
2: Yeah. Because I don't know what they used. Like if they used any food coloring in, in these or if it was just all straight from the flavoring.
4: Good question.
2: Uh, I kind of
3: like that. I think it's butterscotch. It Ooh. smells like butterscotch. Oh, that definitely yes. smells like butterscotch.
2: Butterscotch. I' do that.
1: Off, off the, the nose at least.
2: It's very sweet. Because it, it tastes like the... It smells like the butterbeer um, fudge that I make.
4: And just for your last mm. question, it may contain natural and or artificial flavorings and may contain... Uh, red 40, yellow 6 or blue 1. So there is artificial coloring in these.
2: Okay. And that's so, like, the frogman says the same thing. Mm-hmm. So they are very much like, hey, we're not saying exactly what these contain. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say, I don't, I'm going to assume that these are all 5%, but we haven't been looking at, yeah, these are all 5% ABDD. Well, which is your standard for the something. The more
4: I mix this up, the less it smells like butterscotch. So.
2: It, to me it tastes like it smells. It tastes like it's trying to be butterscotch. I it's butter I scotch. like that mm-hmm. like trying
3: to. There's yeah. something on the finish that's a little sour, maybe.
2: Yeah. But, but butterscotch is kinda of hard to get. Like yeah. unless it's actual butterscotch. Yeah. Probably something with that long caramelizing process.
4: Well, another treat for sure. For sure.
3: I think yeah. this is my favorite so far. Yeah, it's actually
4: kind of Oh like for sure. Perfectly Halloween y
1: <laughs> I like this one too. Mm -hmm. this is good and none of these are like super seltzer they're not like super bubbly Mm -mm. like in your face this
4: is also a 2.81 so one of the higher rated ones we've had butterstotch caramel, caramel apple, maple I I don't get get any apple I don't get any apple I could see maple
1: Mm.
3: yeah it tastes like those like maple leaf cookies you can get in Canada
4: I don't disagree with that yeah It's tasty. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I, that's one that I was like, I could actually drink the entire can of that. <laughs> I think that's the first one that I have thought that.
1: I think it's just hilarious that we started off with that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is a memorable way to start the night. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it is a reaction podcast, isn't it, on this one? Yep. Yeah.
2: Eventually, we will have a camera. Maybe. I don't know. Trying to figure that one out <laughs>
4: oh, You'll have to let both of us know We're very vain <laughs> <laughs> It's like I'm not dressed for
2: that tonight nope. That's what I told Joe I was like I don't I don't dress for that
1: We have a YouTube So th- this will go on YouTube oh. But it'll just be an audio mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because some people like to listen on their TV
2: Oh that makes sense I didn't think about that mm-hmm.
1: Yeah you can listen on your TV I watch You have almost 2,000 plays
2: quote, Hmm. more YouTube on my on our TV than I do anywhere else these days. That's also because like Barney is on YouTube. Mm. Train videos are on YouTube. Plane videos are on YouTube. So it's just find one that's like an hour and a half and hit play and stop it whenever we feel like it.
4: <laughs> whenever you get the task accomplished that you needed to get done while the kids were being quiet. Yeah,
2: or... The kids Usually, are now hanging off the ceiling, so it's time to go do something outside. Or, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't have time to do anything else now.
1: <laughs> they're pretty self-sufficient outside. I mean, they they, they run around. They're fenced in. Mm-hmm. Um, so they can climb up the 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 swing set or whatever, the play place, and they go down the slide. Both of them do.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: think Lily actually goes up the rock
2: wall. She does go up the rock wall. And she doesn't pump her legs on the swing, but she can push herself back and then swing herself for a little bit. Mm. So she's a huge fan of that.
4: They are becoming actual humans. I know. Right Mm -hmm. before our very eyes. It's kind of scary. (laughs) Actual personalities.
2: Yeah.
1: All right. So uh, we said butterscotch, caramel-ish. You said maple cookie, maple. Mm. Somewhere in that vicinity.
2: Yeah, I mean it's it's yummy. Definitely not a trick.
4: A hangover in a glass for sure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Out of all of them so far, this is one that I could drink like a half pint of. Mm-hmm. I don't know if like I'm really glad that we're splitting this between people cuz I'm not sure if I could drink any of these like a full glass on my own. But also like I have to prioritize my beer drinking these days. Yeah. Cuz it's very rare that I get to finish a beer, unless we're recording a podcast. It's like, oh, I drank half a beer and then I fell asleep in bed with Lily. (laughs) Well, that's dead now. Okay. (laughs) Hey,
1: everyone. Joe Ludwig here with the one and only Caroline. Before we get to the main topic of today's episode, we wanted to pause briefly and tell you about how you can support the
2: show. So if you enjoy listening to the podcast and reading our blog posts every week, then you now have the opportunity to support the show through Buy Me A Coffee. Here's what you need to know. It's super easy to do. You don't have to set up an account to contribute. You have options. Send us a one-time donation or sign up as a member to contribute on a monthly or yearly basis. Plus, you can unlock exclusive content.
1: To learn more about how you can support the Craft Parenting Podcast through Buy Me A Coffee, click the link in the show notes. And now, back to the show. All right, we have two more left.
2: Um, El Chupacabra.
4: Caroline,
1: left or right?
2: Right, because it's El Chupacabra. All right. 1995, Puerto Rico. Eight sheep found dead, completely drained of blood. Chupacabra. Height three feet one inch. Weight forty to eighty pounds. Interests keto and psychedelics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So it's just a chupacabra hanging out. It kind of looks like a possum without a tail.
1: Yeah, that's a good. I description. thought our chupacabra was Sasquatch. I no,
4: I can confirm that Yeti? it does kind of look like a possum, but you know, Graham and I have a uh, a grapevine that grows up the side of our house and over our deck, and right as all the grapes ripen, we get this family of possums <laughs> that tries to eat every single grape on the vine.
1: Um, oh wow, cool! So you have a literal grapevine.
4: We have a literal grapevine.
2: Yeah. The art, have, you it was- have you heard anything through your grapevine?
3: <laughs>
1: the um, wrestling of
4: possums yes the wrestling of possums uh sometimes some carpenter bees uh sometimes squirrels some birds and squirrels that you yeah. hear things and then you know the uh the occasional um catty girl that likes to to talk smack about larkin <laughs> the dog oh uh. no. <laughs>
2: So this one is definitely more like orange. I feel like the uh, first one that was orange was probably a bit more peach. This yeah. This one one's definitely like solidly orange.
1: Getting suncast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a Starburst.
2: Yeah. Starburst soda. This one's, this one's definitely another treat. This one, I think... Did you taste it? Yeah. I think this one's probably going to be the best rated on untapped. I'd believe that. I'm going to make that call right now. Well, I'm going to rate it first and
4: then I'll go back and, and look. I, <laughs> I try not to let others... Opinions influence my own. Sure. Right and la- on the last, on the last one, as soon as I read Apple and I tasted it, it was like, oh yeah, there's Apple in there. It's a complete <laughs> mm-hmm. lie. There was not Apple. There was there. no
3: Apple. This tastes like those popsicles that you have over mm-hmm. in the summer in like the plastic tubes Oh yeah. That when you like melt it, this is what that tastes like.
2: Yes, I. So Lily went and played with the neighbors across the street one day, and I was like, oh, it's really hot outside. Like we'll bring over popsicles because we have a ton of those popsicles mm-hmm. in our freezer. And the and so I tried the trick where like you crack it in half and then it breaks into two pieces Mm. and it worked with one and not with the other because it has to be like super frozen in the middle for it to work Mm. and like just the right thickness. And one of the kids was like, "I don't think I've had I haven't had this kind of popsicle before." And he's like six, and I was like, "What? (laughs) (laughs) This is what I grew up on." Kids these days.
4: You are correct. This is a three point zero three. This is the highest rated. Mm. Flavors are. Lime, orange, lemon, dry, and yuzu.
3: <laughs> yuzu. Someone I don't got, know what yuzu someone is. Someone got very specific. That's like a. Yeah. It's a. It's an Asian citrus. It's like yes. the Japanese lime. Oh. Juice, oh. Which I feel like that's literally someone that's like, oh, all the other citrus flavors got taken up. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> that's yuzu. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know.
1: So. Um, okay. No, I do like this
2: one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no,
3: this great. one I would drink a full pint of.
4: This yeah. Is, oh yeah, I'd, I'd buy a six pack of this by the pool.
2: <laughs> this would be oh, this would be great by the pool. Oh, yeah. it'd be fantastic. Yeah. Three days later,
4: which is good because I'm always worried about my dad <laughs> driving home after that party.
2: Take so we only took an Uber to our car in a different parking garage, but it was still a big help. Of like, hey, we have a little bit more time too. Mm-hmm. And I think I gave I gave the driver a Mexican hot chocolate cookie. Oh, did I'll you, you want a cookie? <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Somewhere out there, an Uber driver <laughs> has had my cookies. Yeah. That makes me feel very happy. Mm. I I, I want to say that you were proud of me because I actually shared. Because I don't. I'm an only child.
4: Yeah. And right? those cookies are fucking good. They, they, they really
1: good. are. Mm. You did good work. Thank girl. you.
4: Yes, Thank my you. husband is an insanely good baker.
2: I need to find the recipe and maybe attempt to make it, but also. Can I just, like, pay you to make them for me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll do it. I would, I would totally pay for that.
1: Three days later. IKEA yeah, has
2: lots of good furniture. Who, who? IKEA. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, Jim from Western Hills or something. No. Instead, there, no. So there you, is... went with, you went with uh, Johan from Sweden. So there is a
2: chair <laughs> that's free underneath the Western Bowl sign. It's mm. upholstered. It just needs some legs and some light cleaning. Oh, my God. (laughs) So you can take off the two peni and fuck in orange spray paint.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like really artsy and stuff. Like, I bet you could get good money for that. Like, downtown urban chic put that in the art museum
4: (laughs) yeah i was gonna make a joke about some couch i saw on liberty the other day but (laughs) 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 the penis and the fuck
2: were way better than my joke so we my friend they took a big wedding picture uh, on my friend (laughs) no, (laughs) my friend wanted photos in front of ron's roost in western bowl big west side staples and so we get out of the party bus we take pictures in front of western bowl And then we turn around and notice that there is a chair with no legs underneath the sign and what is on the chair. And I'm like, I'm just going to go get a koozie and grab my seltzer that's in the bus. And I'm just going to hang out in the Western Bowl parking lot and have a drink while we wait to drive back to the church. (laughs) West side, best side. I guess so. (laughs) All right there. (laughs) The- <laughs> Is
1: that better or worse than sitting on the side of the highway <laughs> or going to the <laughs> shell on North Bend and buying a pe- brown paper bag?
4: <laughs> I mean, I tell you that was a that was a very good time, Graham. You missed out. You were in Indonesia, I think. I was,
3: yeah. yeah. But I hear the stories. But I hear the stories.
4: You do, yes.
2: See, I didn't need a brown paper bag because being a good Westsider, I had koozies in my purse. So I <laughs> yeah. just grabbed a koozie from my purse. Which reminds me, I need to put koozies in the diaper bag. Yes.
4: Okay. Note to self. So and we, an emergency seltzer of this.
2: <laughs> yes.
4: The uh, the Chupacabra? Chupacabra,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. For so
2: the there's... record, I picked the best one so far. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. Have. Mm-hmm.
4: you have, which means... And either... the worst, right?
2: <laughs> Did you pick the first <laughs> oh, one as well? I, <laughs> I, I didn't pick the first one. It was handed to me. Uh, your fault. Hand me the last
4: one. Let's get going on this one. See what's... Uh... All right. Uh, this is the 1930s in the Amazon. <gasps> the sound of its call shook the forest itself. The Mopin <laughs> I
3: think that is a noble attempt at that. Yeah, I think that's... <laughs> Let me see. That's closer than anyone else's. That's get. probably pretty close.
2: Mopin Gwari.
4: Yeah. M-A-P-I-N-G-U-A-R-I.
2: I have not either. Like, I've heard of Mothman... And chupacabra.
1: I can see yeah. that there's a frogman. Frogman man. and goatman
2: makes sense. Yeah, it makes S-
4: sense. So let me describe to you this creature. Uh, it is a gorilla-esque, um, almost bear, almost Sasquatch-esque creature with almost no neck, uh, very sharp claws, and a very sharp-toothed mouth where its sternum should be uh, with a little cute little one on its back wearing a Halloween rabbit costume.
2: Oh, is it baby wearing? Yeah. It's baby wearing. That's cute. It's yeah. a very good parent. It's a very good parent.
4: <laughs> the, the, yeah, the mane looks horribly mean and the little kid looks very cute. This creature is six feet six inches. It weighs a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and its interests are long hikes and parkour.
0: Parkour.
1: Parkour. I can get behind the long hikes Very crispy
2: I'm trying to find someone to go out to the country With me next weekend Because I'm just like Joe has his brother's bachelor party Mm. And I'm like But I'm not doing anything all weekend And I want to go hiking in the trees And the fall weather And the stuff that's going to make it hard for me to breathe Because it's allergies But like I don't care Because it's gorgeous outside right now What are you doing for the bachelor party? Top
3: golf. Oh, that'll be fun.
4: Mm -hmm. I did top golf at a conference in Ontario, California.
2: Oh, snap.
1: Oh, wow.
4: I'm awful at golf.
2: I am, too. Top golf is
1: okay.
4: It was pretty neat. Um, Whether the surroundings are cool and the program is cool, I'm still awful at golf.
1: (laughs) (laughs) At least there's beer.
2: Mm. I'm getting, like, orange crush vibes. Or, like, sun Yeah, so this is
1: definitely... A this is sour note in here, too. This, this is solid orange. I
3: think it's Yuzu. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on the untapped notes. Say it tastes <laughs> taste like Yuzu.
2: <laughs> get some dragon fruit. <laughs> it
1: does smell a lot... It does smell fruity and sour.
2: Yeah. Orange crush. I get orange mm-hmm. crush. Yeah. Okay, so that one... Was it Mothman? Mm-hmm.
4: I moved. I think it was Mothman. The buttered popcorn.
3: Yeah, that was probably a one. trick. Yes, that was a trick. Yeah. yeah, but
2: it wasn't terrible. But now, Frogman was terrible. We definitely started off with the worst one. That's yeah, true. We did. I could drink like half to a full pint of this. Mm-hmm.
1: It's very good. It's very dry on the back end.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm. And
1: the flavor kind of yep. goes away.
2: Yeah. So, can we just talk about how grayscale brewing is apparently a thing?
4: It doesn't show up on untapped. People have just been checking in as as Urban Artifact instead.
2: Well, because if you Google it, it totally, like, it's, so, like, if I put in Grayscale Brewing, like, it's Urban Artifact, and it's Urban Artifact's address. Hmm. So, it's like a...
1: A different company. Subsidiary.
2: Yeah, I think it's more of, like, a, hey, we don't typically do, like, just straight seltzers, so we'll let them do seltzers. Exactly. Um. But it could be the name of an old, no, that's something completely different because that's a different city. Because we have so many old breweries in Cincinnati that it's like.
3: Oh, you think it had maybe once upon a time it had been one?
2: But I, it's not one that I've heard of before, and I've like, I usually recall like, oh, that sounds like a thing that I've heard of before.
4: Mm-hmm. Maybe it's uh, that none of these flavors particularly speak to anything in particular. Mm-hmm. They're always like a blend and a mash, and there's yeah. no black and white. This is not this flavor. It's like <laughs> 27 things in one.
2: Yeah. I kind of wish that I had some Urban Artifact beer in the, like, because I had some Urban Artifact seltzers at one point. I wish I still had a can in the fridge so I could be like, does this say Urban Artifact or does it say Grayscale?
4: Mm-hmm. So this beer does have a 2.97. It is the second highest rated. Mm-hmm. Orange, fruity, blood orange, light, and cherry. And I can actually see a little bit of the cherry. I can understand why people would think that. It's got a little tartness in it that you might associate with cherry. Mm-hmm. Not convinced. It's orange, blood
1: orange, and very light. Yeah, well, yeah I don't know. What the, I don't drink enough blood orange things to know what blood orange is, but I can see blood orange.
2: Oh, I have drank enough blood orange things for both of us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Because that's usually like if anything's blood orange, I'm like, yes, that please. Mm,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Flat
4: orange cola. Yeah, mm-hmm. literally. Yeah. 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 So it's like some. Let's get Keenan and Kel up here. Give me, give me some orange cola. Yep. Oh. And it's flat. I'll drink it. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> this is good. This is a good thing. And like I the like jalapeno, this. like I know why it's ranked so low, because you don't know what you're getting yourself into. But like that could be a new pickle beer.
3: I feel like there's someone who would enjoy that.
2: Or like if you couve it with something else.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so one of the so I you know out of my 4500 check-ins, I don't know how many how many fives I have.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Um but it's less than 0.1% or something like that. So I'm somewhere at like 45 or 50 perfect score beers. Mm-hmm. One of them is from Big Top Brewing in Sarasota, Florida. It was a honey jalapeno beer. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. The flavor of jal- of jalapeno Mm-hmm. a touch of the spice and then the sweetness of the honey just smoothed it out. Graham was there. Mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. I mean, I tried to order it to my house, they don't sh- they didn't ship it. It was so good. The problem with that is that the nose was like formaldehyde. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was like vinegar. Was just, mm-hmm. that nose was so bad. I don't care if the taste was just jalapeno. <laughs> it smelled awful. Yeah, yeah,
2: like I don't know if that was them trying to like cover up the jalapeno or what because like we have a yeah. there's a cucumber serrano goza that west side does and that's no, really yummy. yeah
1: that was really good yeah the west and I, I i'd offer
2: tr- you one but i think i drank them all we did drink
1: them all they were really good
2: we try to rotate the beer <laughs> as much as possible <laughs> uh but i still have a bunch of christmas beer we could do a christmas beer episode tomorrow With Christmas beers from last year. No, I think we have one
1: West Side Christmas beer.
2: I think we've got a Krampus Coal. We probably have at least one dad. Krampus Coal
1: is a seasonal.
4: You definitely have Krampus because I almost grabbed it (laughs) for
1: (laughs) dinner. Yeah, that's over a year old. Yeah, you
2: can. But it's still good. Oh, yeah.
1: Stouts keep. The stuff I drink, keep. Yeah. You know the urban artifact stuff.
2: Like I had to drink that when you
1: were pregnant because
2: it does not because they use real fruit puree that they yeah. make themselves, and now
4: their barrel their old barrel stuff mm-hmm. goes forever. Yeah, but what that what they specialize in now doesn't necessarily last very long.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, now they have contracts with growers in the Pacific Northwest, so they can make sure that they get the fruits that they want, and they're not ha- they're not having to compete with market prices, so they can just say hey, these four acres are going to be the specific flavor of raspberry and we're going to buy them all. Yeah. So that's the thing that Urban Artifact does now. Read that in an article.
4: I love that. Mm-hmm. Would they be
2: interested in buying the grapes off of our deck? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. me release, a single bottle. <laughs> <laughs> they do take, like they do have um, foragers collect pawpaws form. Hmm. Come this this-ish time. I
4: will say we had about 10 pounds of grapes. We wow. I mean, could do something of, with that. We, yeah, I mean, Urban uh, Artifact, if you're listening, we have ten thousand <laughs> of grapes yeah, once a year.
2: Um, I'll share, I'll share this
1: in the group, and Brett is in the group.
2: Yeah. Technically, our fermenter does wine as well. We just mm-hmm. haven't tried to do that. So we've been picking them and making
4: preserves. So That's uh, a good I, thing I to get, do with them. And I have to give my mother 98% of that credit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yes. She picked it. We helped her sort it, and then she <laughs> made it and mm-hmm. canned it um and last year she did all of it so
2: i mean that's like something Mm. that i kind of want to get get into is like Mm. oh let's go to an apple orchard and get a ton of apples and Mm. we can like make our own apple butter and like make our own applesauce and then i'm like that just sounds like a lot of work that i don't necessarily (laughs) have the time to do
4: you don't yeah you Um, know how much i love to cook and i think i've cooked three meals in five months yeah, is that about right? Yeah, something maybe like that. maybe four or five meals, but in five months, yeah.
2: But are they bigger meals than you would normally cook?
4: Oh yeah. Yeah, so that's
2: yeah. the that's the thing that helps too, because like, so my friend is in New Orleans for the Bengals game, and she's like, gumbo is delicious, and I'm like, girl, where have you been? She's like, I haven't had gumbo before, and I'm like, what? How have you not had gumbo before? Because like, she moved out of Cincinnati in like 2015, and lives in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. But I'm like, how have you gone this long without having gumbo? Yeah. When I've had it in, landlocked as hell, Cincinnati.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, And I've made gumbo.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah, you can make it, for sure.
4: Which just, You might want to edit this and add this to the next. Po- so there is a brewery in downtown Detroit. It's in Corktown, which is basically like the OTR of Detroit. Mm-hmm. And the owner of this particular brewery is from Sycamore Township. You
2: find Cincinnatians everywhere. I'm sure Graham is figuring this one out. Oh, very
4: much. So this place, uh, this was in the... Graham and I found this pre-COVID. I moved to this particular neighborhood in 2020 at the beginning of COVID for work Mm -hmm. because this brewery was there. Now, they were closed for three or four months. Mm -hmm. They did some pickup service along the way. One of their items was gumbo. Oh, snap. A brewery owned by a white man in Detroit. (laughs) has no right making gumbo as good as this brewery's gumbo (laughs) is. Mm. Batch Brewing in Corktown, Detroit, Michigan. Mm -hmm. The beer is phenomenal. Larkin, our dog, is on their Instagram. And their gumbo is
1: phenomenal.
4: All right, shout out. Delicious, yes. Yeah,
2: I need to make it again. Especially like now, this time of year, it's perfect. But like, it took forever for the roux. Yes. but it was a labor of love, yeah. mm-hmm. and it was so <laughs> worth it.
4: You actually just made some, I literally,
3: made
2: some literally a some couple week. weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it might be it might,
4: it might be worth mentioning that the, the the chef that cooks the gumbo is not a white man from mm-hmm. Sycamore, Township, <laughs> Ohio. <laughs> well, so
2: there's a place in Cincinnati, and I think it's a chain that's like multiple places called Jay Gumbos.
1: Yeah. yeah, and
2: there used to be one near my work, and then they decided they were going to close it down and they have the chicken mac truck. And like the chicken mac truck is okay. And like they still have gumbo as an option, but now it's gumbo on top of mac and cheese instead of gumbo on top of rice with their delicious garlic bread. Mm. And I was just like, oh. like we literally had guys that would go there once a week. Mm. Yeah, Some, and I, I like I forgot
1: about Jay Gumbo's. If they
2: had like gone there on Monday and on Thursday, I was like, "Hey, I'm thinking about going to Jay Gumbo's today." They're like, "Okay, we'll go too." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though they've been once that week already. Yes. And there's still one downtown, but it's downtown. And it's like only open for lunch. Is, is, is it that still the one
4: downtown or is that the one up in Clifton? Did that one close too? I don't know. I
1: bet the one downtown closed. So Probably. I was just,
4: there's a Indian ghost grocery store uh, two doors up from where Jay Gumbo's used to be. Maybe mm-hmm. still is right by the low, 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 skyline. Yeah. And I was up there picking up graham flour, which is brown chickpea flour. Not normal chickpea, but brown. <laughs> And I walked out, and there was a wreck right in front of where Jay Gumbos was. was is I forever. mean, since it's
2: by U C, it probably still exists because college so. students know good food. Yes, usually,
4: especially when it's inexpensive. Drunk
1: yeah, food. when it's inexpensive yeah. and they're drunk. Spicy, so. spicy food is good for drunk mm-hmm. drunkenness. Yes. Can confirm. <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm ah uh, now I. I'm. Because there's one in blue can ash.
1: order Skyline and lots of hot sauce, please? <laughs> <laughs> we have. We probably have a can of Skyline. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> With hot sauce and everything. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Ryan and Graham, uh, thank you for joining us. We're going to tie this up in a little bill. The six pack of Urban Artifact.
2: I mean, I would say like four and a half treats and one and a half tricks. Yes.
1: Because,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was questionable. Like I had to think about it. Definitely the jalapeno was a trick. But in the right context without the vinegar smell, yeah, would be an okay thing. It and wasn't terrible, but no. the
1: smell was like, ugh. Yeah. Yes. It was it was it was it,
4: was, it was bad. <laughs> Mothman, it was the color that was the trick. The flavor was perfectly fine.
2: Yeah. Once you assigned something to it.
4: Yes. And all the rest were delicious. Yeah. Ish.
2: Yeah. So I'm it's a nice start for Halloween. I'm looking forward to like, I, I decided we're going to bite the bullet and we're not going to trick or treat in our neighborhood this year mm. because there aren't enough people that participate. So it's like, you can, you have to go like every other, or every like third or fourth house mm-hmm. and our children have little legs. And my mom moved into the quote old people's neighborhood because it's all land mm-hmm. and it's across a mildly busy road. So the word on the street is no one trick or treats there. Mm but Joe's parents moved into a mixed house neighborhood, so it's all two stories and ranches.
1: It's a party neighborhood.
2: I'm hoping it's a party neighborhood. No, it
1: is because oh, they're, yeah, they they're, in like, the, they're in the Facebook group.
2: Yeah, and they Ooh. get like, there's like porch crawls and like, hey, come down to this fire pit tonight. Oh, So we're going to go trick-or-treating in their neighborhood this year. They live in Harrison now. Yeah.
1: both of our parents live in Harrison.
2: Because mm. the children have little legs. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Try not to sound so excited about that, Joe. So,
2: well, that's so, basically <laughs> Indiana. Like, I mean,
1: they're, they're almost Hoosiers.
2: So, my mom's neighborhood <laughs> has six or seven of her old neighbors from her old neighborhood in that neighborhood. Oh, well, wow. that's fun. Yeah. So, it's like people that she knows. Mm. And then Joe's aunt lives like a five minute walk from my mom. So, now Joe's aunt and my mom spend a lot of time together. Aww. So, like, they mm. carpooled to the bridal shower this weekend. And, My mom dropped off her present for Lily when she couldn't come to the party. And I'm like, why do you have her? Oh, yeah. She lives like 20 doors down from you. This Mm -hmm. makes sense now. Mm -hmm. So they spend a lot of time together now. That's nice. It is. And so now it's just like, okay, whenever we go like now it's Christmas, we'll be okay. We'll bring the dogs with us, drop the dogs off at Joe and Judy's house. So we can then go to my mom's house and then go back to Joe and Judy's house or figure it out and just have your
1: mom go to my mom's house.
2: Yeah, well, I'll well, let her do the work. <laughs> I attempted to invite my mom to your mom's house for Halloween, so we'll see whether or not that pans out as far as like whether or not they come. Mm-hmm. But I'm like we're going to like do a big neighborhood trick or treat versus mm-hmm. like our neighborhood of like we're going to hit like 20 houses, even though we're going to walk past like 40.
4: Grandma and I don't have kids, we have a dog uh, who can't eat
2: chocolate but you can eat his chocolate. We totally (laughs) Um, went trick or treating with Lily when she was like a month old. Now we only like hit like five houses and it was like more to say hi to people. But I totally had plans to like take her around the neighborhood and get her candy. I think it was too cold.
3: Can you imagine if we showed up with a dog for trick or treat and they're like, but where's the child? And I'm like, it's the dog.
2: Have (laughs) you seen the video of the guy? Like, cause you know, the little like fake, like the little pretend kid statues that they have, they're like holding out a basket. Oh. And there's the guy that went around trick-or-treating with one of those. So it, like he, it had to be like a neighborhood where the people were a little more reserved because everybody mm-hmm. was in their house. He would just like set the kid on the porch, ring the doorbell, take two steps back, and they'd be like, hey, little right. dude. He's like, he doesn't talk much. <laughs> and trick-or-treated <laughs> with the statue. <laughs> I
4: mean, you gotta do what you gotta do.
2: Well, people- you could have
4: gone to Kroger instead of bought a statue, but...
2: Yeah, but like people get up in arms about like 17 or like 14 year old kids trick or treating. Mm. And I'm like, would you rather they're running around your neighborhood trick or treating or they're in somebody's basement getting wasted right now? Mm -hmm. Which of the two would you prefer? (laughs) I'd rather give them a whole handful of candy. (laughs) Stay off the streets, kids. (laughs) Stay on the streets. (laughs) Yeah, stay on the streets. Stay on the (laughs) streets. I'd rather give them a whole handful of candy and be like, hey, yes, great, have lots of sugar versus oh you're like doing lines of coke off of some girl's butt in somebody's basement. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that that is
1: a uh, very vivid imagery right there. So do you not more, remember your childhood?
4: <laughs> <laughs> not for that reason. Uh, uh, no but Graham and I have started a couple different what we did we, we have we have one main thing that we do on Halloween since we don't have kids, hopefully yet. Mm-hmm. Um is that we actually because Everybody that has kids or grandkids doesn't go out to nice restaurants on Halloween. Mm
2: -hmm.
4: We get a reservation at a really nice restaurant that's hard to get into. And we do that instead. Ooh, that's a good tradition. It's it's, it's turned out some really fantastic meals over the years. You Mm -hmm. get great service. There
3: was one year that they actually called us up and asked us to not become not come because we were the only, only reservation. <laughs> reservation that day and they're like could you please just not so we can
2: just yeah. closed. come back yeah. and we'll pay for half your meal that's right, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that was actually a
4: really good call. yeah we went back started. that was a uh, Jean Robert's table before they closed mm-hmm.
2: um, well and like but, yeah. you used to work in the restaurant business so yeah. you know like the some margins of chance. like if you don't if you don't have more than 500 people that are going to walk in the door that day yeah. there's zero reason why nope. you need to open up
4: and uh, so the, and, and we completely understanding yeah send your send your people home it's fine well because like I mean, I, yeah, as as you the said, I was in the food industry. people our age, you
2: know. generally speaking, are a lot more understanding with stuff like that mm-hmm. versus like there are times where like we go out with people like our parents' age and something goes wrong and they're all up in arms about it. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, well, I'm not going to get mad at the waitress because of something that the kitchen staff did. Like I'm going to tell yeah. the waitress, hey, the kitchen staff done mucked up. What are we going to do about this? Not go off on the poor waitress.
1: Yeah, but I mean, having been a waiter... Um, there have been times when, you know, the pizza table has been overrun with just orders. You know, mm-hmm. it's raining outside. It's 4th of July, whatever. People Super Bowl them.
2: weekend. Uh,
1: well, 4th of July, Memorial Day. Labor know. Day.
4: Halloween.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, Halloween, yeah. Halloween. If it rains, my God, the roses <laughs> is overrun with tickets. You know, sometimes it's, you know, they're they're overrun. You know, mm-hmm. there's nothing I can do. Sometimes, you know. I'm triple set and I am putting in three tables orders at the same time. <laughs> and sometimes, you know, you get over, you know, sometimes you do make a mistake.
2: Oh, I'll still blame the kitchen staff. I won't blame the person I'm working with face to face. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it is
1: their fault. Sometimes it's not. Mm-hmm. I mean.
2: Oh, and speaking of Mothman in his Charlie Brown-esque costume, mm. we are going as the Peanuts gang this year. Oh, Ooh. I love that. So Joe's going to be Charlie Brown. I'm going to be Lucy. Lily is Sally and mm-hmm. Elliot is Linus, and this all started because Elliot is obsessed with his blanket. Oh, um, so we're like, oh, you're like Linus, and then oh, okay. Mr. Thumbsucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is what we are for Chris- for Halloween this year. Oh my goodness, Christmas. I but
4: I went to the Charles uh, Charles Schultz, Charles Schultz mm-hmm. Museum. Oh yeah, in Santa Rosa, California, oh, nice. as part of a conference. Nice. The Peanuts Museum. Mm-hmm. It was really really cool. Um, yeah, Snoopy was there. Sweet. Do the
3: dogs go with you or do they stay home?
2: Um, the dogs will probably stay home. That's mm-hmm. a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, because if we leave all the lights off, hopefully there aren't. Well,
4: so now I know why got, every third house is empty.
2: Well, we've got a whole new, like we've got a new neighbor. Na- we got, well, we got three new neighbors in houses that traditionally did not do trick or treat. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know what they're gonna do, there's but it's a lot still, of half the houses in the circle don't typically trick or treat. Mm-hmm. So if we leave the lights off and maybe like throw something on the TV. Or like probably just the radio that'll hopefully help the dogs chill out. Definitely don't want to bring them to Joe's parents' house because there will be so many people and so much stuff going on that. Yep. Don't want to worry about that.
0: Mm-hmm. But,
3: I don't know. But, yes. I think
4: Graham and I have a uh, a black tie wedding before a Halloween party, so maybe we'll go as masquerading Phantom of the Opera folks.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well. So yeah. that's about the only thing we have up our sleeves. Get a mask. Yeah. Um, bachelorette party, masks, if you Halloween weekend. That'll be be fun. Yeah. Just dressed in all black. Oh, that's fun. So, because like the bride's gonna be in white and then we'll all be in Mm -hmm. black dresses Mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. So she'll pop and we'll all look kind of classy. Yeah. But I have to buy a dress for that. You have to buy a
1: dress. That's like in a week.
2: Uh, Two (laughs) weeks. So I have some time. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I need to do that. Thanks so much for listening. You can find us on all social medias at Craft Parenting Podcast. You can email us. You can visit our website. We have a Buy Me a Coffee. He's at Craft Parenting Joe on Instagram. And I am at Caroline Creates Crafts on Instagram. And thank you guys for listening. So we will see you next time, which will be on Thursday. Because this is a bonus episode. Peace.